tuned into the greatest. Peace up, A Town. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. Allow me to reintroduce myself. Welcome to The Conversation, the weekly show dedicated to helping you look, feel, and be your best self. I'm your host, Khalif Like a Leaf on a Tree, and today I'm sitting down with none other than the official king of the beehive, Mr. Deron Jordan. We're talking all things concerning Beyonce, how he became the king of the beehive, meeting Michael Jackson and Beyonce, and I'm putting him to the test with some Beyonce trivia. All this and more coming up next on an all-new Conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the king of the beehive himself, Mr. Duran Jordan. <laughs> welcome to the conversation. How are you today? I'm doing great. How about you? I am too good at this point. Um, it's just a privilege to have you here in the studio. I see all your stuff online and everything, and I'm like, I wonder if I can get him on the show. And here we are. I was so, like, hey, God, won't he do it? Won't he? Will? Yes, he will. <laughs> If you don't mind just telling the listeners who you are, where you're from, and what do you do? So, my name is Deron Jordan. Um, I am 31 years old, and I'm actually from Atlanta, Georgia. Born and raised. Um, I am known online as the king of the beehive. And basically, my job is to basically bring happiness to every beehive member. That Mrs. Beyonce that is trying to figure out what's going on in her world. Where, when is she going on tour? When is the album dropping? All things Beyonce, considering I am that go-to guy. <laughs> so today we're just talking about everything concerning Beyonce. So if you are a member of the Beehive, you're in for a treat. Yeah. If you're not, what is wrong with you? Okay, I'm not going to judge you. <laughs> but um, I just want to, what is the story behind you becoming or being known as the king of the Beehive? Because everyone I know that's a fan of Beyonce knows who you are. Mm-hmm. Everyone I know who's a fan of Beyonce pretty much follows you, like mm-hmm. the mega fans. Mm-hmm. So basically back in 2015, if you remember the hashtag that went viral, Beyonce Always on beat. That's where I first right. was introduced. To, yeah. Right. So I, along with um, I Complexity, who still does a lot of mashups, um, and Mella Yella, who uh, is now working for, I believe he works for Sony or MCA. Like, he's huge now. Um, but we all uh, uh, used to post videos of us, um, you know, making Beyonce dance to whatever song Mm -hmm. that was hot at the moment or that we felt like we could actually potentially uh, uh, just create, you know, and that those things went viral quickly. And for me, my page just started to blow up just simply from that. But I wanted people to know how much of a fan I was. Mm -hmm. So I started to not just post edits, but I would also let people know, you know, little things here and there from what I was told from people um, that are close to Beyonce and people that have been around her. I would just start to post things and it really wasn't until uh, 2018 when Everything is Love came out. Before that, I was known as Prince of the Beehive. People just was calling me Prince, Prince, Prince. Mm-hmm. And then someone told me <laughs> that um, Beyonce and Jay-Z was coming out with an album. And so without me spilling the tea, I wanted to let my followers know, hey, 
You might want to, you know, uh, be aware something is happening soon, very soon. And it was the week that it was coming out. And then also, um, I, they were on tour. They had just started the On The Run 2 tour. And um, people were saying, when is the album coming out? When is she coming out with an album? And so I let people know that there was something very soon coming out. And the moment that it dropped, I can't even explain to you the DMs, the calls, the... I mean, it, it just blew up and people immediately I got on live and I didn't say a word I just looked at people like on my phone and mm -hmm. everyone was like king you're king king, oh, wow. king so people started calling me king of the beehive from that point and so ever since then it just stuck so wow <laughs> do you remember where you were the moment Beyonce first dropped the self-titled album of course Child, what were you doing? Because <laughs> I, I have my own like, You have your own story? Yes. Okay, mine isn't really exciting, but it is what it is. I was literally in the bed, and I was talking to somebody who, who will remain anonymous because they don't matter no more. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we were talking, and all of a sudden, they said, um, we're like, um, it's like 12 o'clock at night. And, mm -hmm. so, and, and, and they were like, um, Beyonce just just did something, and I said, "What do you what?" Her? I said, uh, "What do you mean she just did something?" So I'm going online and I see Instagram, and I'm like, "Oh, so oh, Beyonce got a documentary, and she's just talking <laughs> and all these pictures." And I'm like, "Oh wow, what is this?" I'm like, "This is cool. What what is she coming out with?" Not knowing that it was that, that it album. was out, and so I said, "Let me go to Facebook." So I went to Facebook. And it said 14 songs, 14 video, all these out now. And I said, oh, my gosh. And I literally just started screaming at, like, 12 o'clock in the morning. Did not go to sleep until 4 o'clock that morning because I had to watch every single video twice. Yes. And, I had and there were, remember, it was just a short clip. So yes. You couldn't see. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Had to delete the Bible. Had to delete all my. I had to delete Facebook. I said I'll I'll look at that tomorrow. Like anything huge, I had to delete because I had to make room for Beyonce. Wow. So I remember that day so well because it was, it's a day that I will never forget. <laughs> um, I remember I was up late watching tons and tons of Beyonce videos just just because um I'm a beehiver. Of course, so that's what we do. I just was doing that because it's like a four, I, I mean I don't know how long I've been doing that. My not my whole life. Whenever the internet came around, I was obsessed. I remember I used to be obsessed with the ego video because it was such mm, good quality mm, back then. And now it's like, mm, oh, wow, it's like 360. That day was December 13th, period, 2013. And I was watching so many videos because I was like, I have to make sure I know every song because I was going to see her that same day. I'm on my computer and I'm like, huh? I'm like, I just start shaking. I'm like, Beyonce, Beyonce just dropped the album. Beyonce just dropped the album. I was like, I, we were learning trying to learn the short little lyrics because it was like what is she gonna perform is she gonna perform something from the album mm. oh my gosh we, that was the first time i ever saw that woman i had no idea really? she was so bootylicious yes. and it, it it is not one of them um like stripper booties type thing but it's oh. it's just all natural it is but um the lord where was i going ah! i mean that <laughs> concert the mrs carter show people mm -hmm. i wish i would have had a camera but i also don't because i remember the time she said to someone put that Damn camera, camera down. down. Yes. And I didn't have a phone, so I couldn't videotape. All I have is the feelings and the memories of it. So it was such an experience to 
not see any of the concert before anything. Right. It was such a beautiful experience. That's that's why I will never forget that day. I know you won't. But um, I just want to know, why do you think people love Beyonce so much? I always explain this to um, new Beehive members um, and ones that we like to call them Wasp. Mm-hmm. All of the Duran Hive, all of my followers, they know. Uh, what the wasp are, who the wasp are, but fraudulent, yeah, fraud. Uh, <laughs> but no, what I always tell them is you have to think about the legends before her. Think about Prince. Think about Michael Jackson. Think about people who, um, especially Michael. Think about um, when they started out. They started out in a group, mm-hmm. young. Diana Ross, oh yeah, Michael. They all started very young. And what ended up doing, what ended up happening was those lead singers were put out in front for a reason because they were the the ones that you wanted people to follow. Mm-hmm. So what ended up happening, what ends up happening is when you start out young and you have a talent as big as Michael, as big as Diana Ross, as big as someone that's in a group like Beyonce and Destiny's Child, when they branch out on their own, you've grown up with that person. Mm-hmm. You have, you, you, you remember your first love, your first heartbreak. You remember, uh, you know, all the songs that matched your childhood with that person. That's why so many people love uh uh, uh, Michael Jackson because everyone remembers um, Never Can't Say Goodbye our parents remember Never Can't Say Goodbye but I remember Remember the Time in, in my childhood and so when I grew up I just loved Michael Jackson for who he was same thing with Beyonce Beyonce you had no 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 you had bills 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 when your other did mm. not pay for his his stuff that he ran up on your car you uh, know it's interesting you say that because I had to learn about Destiny's Child because wow. I'm a part of that. Not learn. Yeah, I did have to learn about I, I They came out in 98. Yes. So did I. Oh, look at God. Yeah. So oh, I had to discover them, right? <laughs> so honestly, my first memory of Beyonce is uh-huh. not Destiny's Child. Okay. My first memory, yeah. it's all nostalgic when you really think about it, the mm-hmm. things that make these artists so um impactful. Mm-hmm. My first memory is my sister was a cheerleader and... We heard the little uh uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Wow. And that was my first time ever, like, experiencing it. So we was like, do the uh uh-oh dance. We didn't know, because we didn't have the internet, so we couldn't look this stuff up back then. um, To all the post-2000s people, uh, children or whatever. But it was so, like, that was our song. And I still go back to that same, well, sometimes I go back to that. Sometimes I go to um, the music video. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because, honestly, I feel like when you listen to Beyonce, you are Beyonce. You are. Like, there's nothing, like, stopping me. Like, if I could sing some of them notes, mm-hmm. I would. But um, And you you have to also remember Beyonce reinv- reinvents herself every free few years. And people love that. Mm-hmm. She's the only, and I'm sorry, you can, you can say what you want to, but she's the only artist that constantly gives you a surprise element whether it's a surprise tour announcement, whether it's a surprise uh, album drop. And the way that she goes about doing those things, it, no one else matches it. I'm sorry. I know other people try to to do it. But it's it a newer artist. Yeah. They, because, yeah. I don't, which I don't understand, Khalib. I don't understand if you're a new artist. How can you drop a surprise album and no one knows who you are? Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. You're listening to The Conversation with Khalib. Do you remember the day? I mean, I'm I remember the days when Beyonce used to do interviews, and went back in 2013 when she 
first stopped doing interviews, mm-hmm. I just was like, is she ever going to do an interview again? Now I feel like I don't want to see another interview from Beyonce. I just, well, yes, I do. Because when, 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 when that Lion King came out and <laughs> yes. they have gave us that teaser, do you remember that one time when they gave us the um her whole vegan thing and they teased that thing up oh, for Good M-G. Morning America? People was taking Ooh. off work. Oh, I was highly, I was like really... Be- Really, because I don't think it was it wasn't Beyonce's fault. They just were using every bit of Beyonce's power mm-hmm. to get some ratings. But mm-hmm. <laughs> a little while ago, you were talking about the Wasp, right? Uh, yeah. So, just can you explain to? Well, I feel like is the Beehive in the building? Because if the Beehive is in the building, you should know these terms. But just explain mm-hmm. what type of Beehive members there are. Well, we don't want to give them too much airtime. However, we will explain who and what are the Wasp. Um, they are okay first of all when we talk about them I have to get my can of raid because they're soon to <laughs> to come around um, and they will not be stung by these bees um, but the wasp are known as the haters the kid rocks the Carrie Hilsons the Ooh. ones who always come fired. for Beyonce <laughs> <laughs> the ones that always so come do you feel for like Beyonce. it's the ones who are kind of like in and like they pretend to be a part of the hive, but they're no, like in and out fans. No, those are those are wasp and bees clothing. See, there's two different things. Ooh. Yeah. So those are wasp and bees clothing. Those are the ones that you think are for Beyonce, but as soon as she does something, they have something negative to say. You're still a wasp. So who's who's an example? Oh, do we have time? Okay. So, of course, one of the main ones is going to be Miss Hilson. Okay. I okay. thought she was going to say one of my favorite people on the planet. Oh well. You're listening to The Conversation with Khalid. The last time she mentioned Beyonce, she got upset because Jay-Z and Beyonce didn't stand up for the national anthem. But yet you have on a whole Ivy Park saying these slanderous things. Okay, so speaking of that, what I didn't like was their explanation. I thought that they should have gone in or gone home. Because it was just like yeah. you mean Jay Z's explanation. Beyonce didn't explain. Oh nothing. yeah, yeah, that part. Because it was so okay. Did you think it was dumb? Um, I don't think it was dumb. I think I've I've actually been in a situation where I spaced out, During and I'm anthem? looking at um. Well, I am Team Kaepernick, so I don't really you know look for the anthem to be played. It's just not for me. But um, I will say for and and and. The, what I will say is that there were other people sitting down as well. But because Beyonce and Jay-Z are who they are, mm-hmm. they're going to be, you know, picked out the crowd for that. But I just feel like somebody should have told them to stand up. Because you remember Beyonce was talking about yes people and mm-hmm. she don't want yes. Somebody should have told y'all to stand up. If all y'all was doing, if y'all wasn't making a stand for Kaepernick and for black people, I feel like they should have stood up. Because honestly, when I, um, I went to a, a game, a baseball game one time, and I didn't even remove my hat. Because I'm black and what was under that hat was not, it wasn't cute. And somebody literally cursed me out. But side note, my mom, um, her brother passed in the military. Oh. So it's like a sign of respect to that. If you're not going to um, kneel that. for that, it's, I mean, for the black yeah. lives and everything. It's a sign of like respect for everyone who's like died and protected our country. No, I get that. I get that. And, and you know, what I will say is, 
for me personally, I mean, I am going to stand up. I'm no celebrity, so I'm going to definitely stand up. Because it's hard to stand up when off. the rest of, I mean, sit down when everybody's standing up. Yeah, absolutely. I but it takes a bold person I, to do I, that. I, I, I truly feel like there's a microscope for every and anything Beyonce and Jay-Z does, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So You're listening to The Conversation with Khalif. Is Beyonce the greatest performer of all time? Khalif, I like you. No, I'm just... this. As from a journalist, don't bring out the killer bee. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. So wait, you said there's a wasp, there's a killer bee. Oh, there's okay. So the, the wasp is is not a part of the beehive. They are, they're right. they're, they're they're more hornet. So style. who are the other? It's, it's just a few type of beehive. So there's there's really there's four main categories in Beyonce, and these are all Beyonce. Four. Yes, this but this came from Beyonce back in 2011 on her Tumblr page. Uh, she. Uh, made a a beehive like vocabulary list. So pollen, pollen means information on Beyonce. Um, so that's that's a little you know thing for people that might not be too fond of it. But um, with Beyonce, with the beehive, you have the digger bee, who I am. The digger bee is everything and anything Beyonce knowledge wise I am that go-to person mm-hmm. so that we're gonna dig for information we're gonna know a lot of key elements when it comes to Beyonce and the things that surround her then you have the honeybees the honeybees are the ones that are very sweet in nature <laughs> and oh, I just love Beyonce but they're not gonna argue about it they're not so you may know that they're uh, they're a Beyonce fan. You might not know that they're a Beyonce fan, but the honeybees are usually the newer beehive members. Uh, then you have the <laughs> I'll say the, the the ones for last. Um, you have the uh, honey uh, the bumblebees. The bumblebees are going to be your beehive members that are witty, that know a lot about Beyonce, that will come for you if you if you say something for her, uh, say something about her. But usually they're going to say it in a way where you don't even know that you're being cursed out. Um, oh, so it's, it's shade. Yeah, it's very shade. They're very shady members, but they love Beyonce. Then you have the ones that make it hard to be a Beehive member, but we love them to death, and that is the Killer Bees. Dun, the ki- dun, dun. Yeah, those Killer Bees. The Killer Bees are going to be the ones, the aggressive hive is what I call them. <laughs> okay. um, those are the ones that's going to write bees all in your mm-hmm. in Instagram stories and all the bees. You've done so you're a Killer Bee. Sometimes, not always. Okay, okay, yeah. Those those are the ones that that give the hive a bad rap. You've never put a bee in nobody's. I didn't say that. I'm. A, I am a, a former killer bee. Mm-hmm. I have uh, turned my ways into being a digger bee, um, so, because a lot of people need information, and I, I I like to give it to them. But the killer bees are not the ones that you want to mess with when it comes to Beyonce. You're listening to the conversation with Khalid. So. Everybody and their mama, I don't know the mo- your mamas, but I feel like everybody wants to meet Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to know, what is Beyonce really like? I feel like Beyonce probably just smells like flowers. Actually, she smells like milk and honey, but that's, <gasps> that's, and that's true tea. Really? Absolutely. Oh, my God. What does milk and honey smell like together? Beyonce. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so what was it like for you meeting Beyonce? <sighs> oh, my God. Gosh, Khalif, it was 
Okay, so this was during the very first time I met her um, was during the Beyonce experience. And that is such an underrated tour. The vocals, the theatrics, the performance. It was, (gasps) I have it in my room. And as every. On DVD. Listen, if you are a Beyonce fan, if you like her, if you love her, if you uh, uh, want to be her, the Beyonce experience is that tour. It's that girl. She, that is the epitome of Mm -hmm. who she is as an artist. And I got the chance to meet her on her very first stop in America in Memphis, Tennessee on July 7, 2007. So, triple seven. Mm-hmm. I got to meet Beyonce. So, she's my lucky charm. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I I actually want a meet and greet to meet her. Hmm. Um, at the time, her bomb. Oh, my gosh, Khalif. The best fan club to be a part of was the Beyonce official fan club that her dad used to run. Oh, with the uh, music world? Music world. Oh, yes. the best the best fan club and um there was a post that said if you're going to these cities put your name here um for a chance to meet beyonce did it didn't think anything about it and me and my cousin went to memphis we flew to memphis just to see beyonce for the first time on the tour and i i was taking a nap woke up and my phone it was a it was a 713 phone number. And I was like, 713? What is that? I'm like, I don't know that number. I'm like, where is 713? You Wait, know? Yeah. That's the Houston. Was it? Did, did she? No, she. Now, hold on now. If she had called me, Khalif, I, I, I probably would be floating still if she <laughs> called me on the phone. But no, it was this man um, from her fan club. And he said, you just won ticket a uh, uh, free meet and greet to meet Beyonce tonight at the FedEx Forum and I lost it I started crying and um <laughs> I went to uh the FedEx Forum in Memphis and um they put us in this holding room and Julius came in there um who was her bodyguard and he told us the do's the don'ts to all Beyonce mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my gosh so at that moment he lined us up on the wall and and my group because the meet and greet was free of course so um, but then there were other people that paid so the ones that paid got to go first but the ones that won in the fan club got to go together and um, we met Matthew he actually gave us a gift and I still have it at home he gave us a House of Darion hat Wow. To um and uh yeah he gave us a house of Darion hat and a uh uh what do you call this scarf a bit uh bandana okay and we got to meet the sugar mamas her her background singers and we got to meet a lot of the dancers Ashley and um then we turned the corner and there said Beyonce on the wall and um her mom was her mom and Ty Hunter her old Stylist was like fixing up, you know the. Remember the 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 leotard that she wore for like cater to you and speechless on the Beyonce yes. experience with it was the like mirrors, the same colors, her skin. Pretty yes. Much. yes, they were sewing like the mirror wow. pieces on the back, and um, they were in one room, and then the other room it was all white, and we walk in, and Angie Beyonce, who is her, who was her assistant, who is her manager, or her. Uh, cousin was on the laptop and she was doing something she didn't even look up she was so busy and then Beyonce was standing right there next to 
Beyonce was standing in the river right there next to her in this green satin, oh. beautiful, like, short dress. And I remember the whole room was white, white flowers, curtains, couch. Um, she had Wonder Bread, Honey Nut Cheerios. She had some yogurt. Yes. She had, um, she had like, a spread of fruit and just a whole lot of different things. And she said, um, hi, I'm Beyonce. And I said, girl, I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, hi I'm Duran and I said I'm a big fan of yours and at the time I was in college and I said I'm a graphic design major and I every project I do is for you I said I do every project and I said one day I hope to work for you and she said oh that's so sweet and she said I like your outfit your outfit and it was a red coogee you know coogee back in the day was it and so I said I wore it just for you B and she's like oh you're so sweet and she hugged me and you couldn't touch her but she touched me and won't he do it and so she rubbed me on the back and she gave me a hug and she that's when I got a whiff of it and she was just milk and honey that's who she is and it smelled like an angel and she said it's so nice to meet you and I said it's nice to meet you and that was the first time I met Beyonce you're listening to The Conversation with Khalid I mean we're talking about Two generations of Beehive members yeah. sitting in one room right now. Yeah. But when you think about the next generation of Beehive members, I've heard little kids mention their favorite um, singers are like Taylor Swift. And yeah, I've never gotten the, the point of Taylor Swift. I've never gotten like the listen, hype about her. Listen. I mean, she's cute. She is. And there's nothing wrong with TT, you know? But, but it's just like, no, like when once you go to a Beyonce concert, your expectations forever. Like, she just shatters anyone else's show. Yeah. Other than, I will say this, Erica Badu puts on an amazing show. Yeah, she does. And she's just on that thing by herself, doing her th- yeah. I mean, but there's not many great yeah. performers out there I'm who can actually you. sing and do and, all the and dance. And do all and she does. I will say this, there are four artists that I have to see every time they come to Atlanta. Um, of course, Beyonce. Number two is Fantasia. Mm. Number three is Jasmine Sullivan. And number four is Sierra. I have to see those four because the amount of energy that all four give on stage is amazing. Um, and then I see uh, Jasmine Sullivan's voice is just, it's just ridiculously crazy and the way that she performs is just amazing it's like a jill scott it's mm-hmm. it's like a erica badu when you when they perform you don't need a whole lot but you get what you need from mm-hmm. it but that fantasia whoo that fantasia she hey, makes any Tasia, song feel churchy I, but but the th- even if she does the amount of power that she possessed when she's on stage, mm-hmm. you get chills. Mm-hmm. And the only other person I've ever gotten that from was Beyonce. Those are the only two artists that I can say to this day that are, that are alive because we're not going to count out Prince and Michael. Okay. Um, but they are the, 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 the top for me. Mm-hmm. And so that's just me. I, I, I rank very high. I rank them very high. So when you think about I mean, we're we're talking about generations right now, but yeah. when you think about like Whitney, Aretha, Diana Ross, and the Supremes, Prince and Michael Jackson, Jack Jackson. Let me put some respect on that name. Put some respect on his name. They all had like that one hit song where it was like with uh, Aretha, it's respect. Diana Ross and the Supremes, uh, stop in the name of love. Whitney Houston, I will always love you. Prince, Purple Rain, Michael Jackson, Thriller. 
They all have that one song, though. And I've heard people say that Beyonce doesn't have that one song. Now, I have my thought on what her one song is that it's just like, this is Mm -hmm. that song. But what do you think is her one song? Okay, so the thing about people when they say that, they're kind of right. Because Beyonce, in my mind, there's three songs that when you hear it, you immediately know it. All right, know what those three songs? Can I guess? Yes, go ahead. Is it Formation? Yes. Is it Single Ladies? Yes. And is it Crazy in Love? Come on, Casey! <laughs> yes! Those three songs, anywhere that you go, if you see someone raise their hand mm-hmm. from side to side, what are they doing? Single Ladies. Yeah. Put a ring on it. If you see somebody backing it up, and uh-oh, a, uh-oh. it's the uh-oh mm-hmm. situation. And then with formation, formation is so, I mean, it, it, it has so many different elements. Mm-hmm. So the moment you hear, dun, 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 like, you know what mm-hmm. what you're about to experience. And Beyonce does that. Even, you know, um, and, and, and Beyonce has had, has had a catalog of different moments. But Crazy in Love is going to be people's go-to song. 30, 40, they 50 still play years that songs now. at weddings. Absolutely. Every party they play crazy. If they don't play anything, they play crazy. They're going to play crazy in love. And then you best believe that you're going to hear single ladies. Mm-hmm. And then if especially you, at a wedding. And especially at a, oh my gosh. And don't let someone get up and do the routine. And see, that's the thing with those three songs. See, which routines do you know? All of them. Woo! I, I was, I was going to question something. Oh, all of them, child. How long did it take you? Like, well, is it just a, is something you do every day, pretty much, just work on it? Back in my 20s, yes. Because honestly, <laughs> when, what was it? When Everybody Mad came oh out? Oh, my god! I said, I have to learn this. Yeah. Formation. When Ashley put out that tutorial for Formation, mm-hmm. I said, well, isn't there a God in mm-hmm. the sky? Because I was, that one part where she hit that... Yeah, I didn't get that part until that, and then she did the freakum dress one, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot about that yes. part." Beyonce has some really iconic Get music videos. Yeah, you know, I mean, Beyonce is that girl when it comes to music videos and learning um, uh, choreography. For me, I pick up choreography very quickly, so it doesn't mm-hmm. take very long. Now, are you um, able to do like? choreography other than Beyonce yes. because I really yes I only can do Beyonce dance all the little viral dances like the little uh what's that new dance the renegade little mm-hmm. and uh what's the thing where they look like they're catching the holy ghost <laughs> the <laughs> whoa remember the that out-west. oh the whoa yes I can't do them dances it's okay it's I can long, only do the stuff that Beyonce has done as long as you can do Beyonce dances that's all that matters because let me tell you something you go to any club you go to any any and you function stop. and you do a Beyonce dance you gonna turn it out yes they're going to stop and look at you, and they're going to be like, teach me how to do that. Mm-hmm. It's like practice every <laughs> right. day, right? every night. <laughs> like, sometimes I used to get up in the morning, because now I know that everybody, I know the dances now. Yeah. Now, I'm, the odd thing is, I'm just now, like, relearning how to do the single ladies dance, because mm-hmm. that part at the end, the little breakdown, if you like it, you should, that take a look, that take a lot. It takes stamina. a lot. Which the, put the, uh, what's it, when it's like, one, two, three, if you look at the, yeah. that's a lot of, that's a lot of. What was it it's called? A lot of, uh, steps, a lot of workout, and all of that. Uh, no, you do be. T- I've let me tell you. Have but, you ever got cramps from doing oh Beyonce? My, the, just the side gosh. cramps of it. Let me tell you something. 
I used to like no matter like I said like I said once you learn it you want to perform mm-hmm. it all the time all the time when they play it you have to rush to the you center. have to so you so they know because see for me because there's people, people look for me yes. to do, perform it and there's know. other people who will try to do it and they can't do no, it they right can't do it. and then the, it if you're the person room. who knows how to do it completely <laughs> in, in its entirety you'd be like that's not it and you do outdo the people can't nobody outdo me doing Beyonce now when they want to do the pop blocking and uh, crunk. Oh, I, yeah. I can't get crunk with it. No. Is it just me or is it kind of odd? So I believe Beyonce's longest lasting number one single is Irreplaceable. That's true. And it's interesting how important numbers are to other artists. And they're like, oh, I have this number one record, yada, yada, yada. But Irreplaceable is her longest lasting single. Uh, number one single. But it's not the song that we think of when we think of Beyonce. It's, I mean, if anything, oh my gosh, first of all, wait a minute. B-Day is that album. Do you know that when I driving here, that was the album I put. I literally had title open. And I said, what album do I need to get into my Beyonce? <laughs> and I was going to play four because four is a single That is her bet vocally. Because, see, I think I am Beyonce. Let I Care Come On. Oh, my. Let yes. I Miss You. You know I'm, that run? Yes, I know that run. The run uh, what is it? Um. The hey, 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 yeah, hey, well, that one, yes. and she growls with it. Ugh. I just turn her up too loud so that I can't hear myself messing yes. up. See, I be performing for the people that's in traffic with me because she has amazing timing. She does because it's one thing to do just be doing runs for no reason. Now, uh, one person who was amazing at doing runs and everything is uh, what's her name, Kimberell. Mm-hmm. But it's all the time. But if you can do it like that, yeah. go ahead, do your thing because if you can't do it and you just want to run, it just is mm-hmm. a lot. That's why I love too much. That's why I love Jasmine Sullivan too. But Beyonce just has this amazing placement, and it's just like, what is going through your mind when you yeah. sing it? And I, I think it's probably because she has that that drive and that perfectionism Absolutely. thing going on with it. Because it's just like, I mean, granted, maybe you in her earlier years you'll hear a few hiccups in her, but mm-hmm. now that voice is solid. It is. And after she had them kids, the yeah. twins, something happened to her voice. It did. And I enjoy it. Yeah, we all enjoy it. It's very, it's because like, granted, she's not gonna be able to. I'm not gonna say she's not gonna be able to. I'm pretty sure Beyonce sings all she wants to, not all she can at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. But I feel like um, there's just something interesting. It's almost like when Tina got Tina Turner got a little older. There was just something different that I liked. Like my mother, why keep mentioning my mama name? Keep my anyway. Loves like older Tina because she doesn't like Proud Mary. Mm, but really? older Tina, yeah, no, she doesn't really mess with that. Mama, what's Mom, going you, on with that? She just don't like it like that. But it's 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 so interesting to hear singers as their voice ages they and do. how I don't know. Even though this isn't her vocal peak in terms of prime, yeah, in terms of her uh, range and everything, probably. But it's just like. She's mastered the art of singing. You know, you can you can really hear every album, and I do me every single album Beyonce has ever put out. There is growth, mm. um, all the way back from the very first Destiny's Child self-titled album. You listen to that, and then listen to their second album, Rise on the Wall, and you tell me the difference of Beyonce. Now, did you voice. listen to the Girls' Time album? We're not gonna talk about them. <laughs> we're not going to Did I don't know. Did you try to listen to it? I don't Ooh, Khalif, I really like you and I really want to, you know, Wait, I, we're not going to do this that. Be- well, the Beehive doesn't like girls time now. This is the thing. Mr. Knows pay them. That's all. Uh, pay them pay them what they did because you have to remember they were babies. Yes. None of them are getting paid right now for that album. 
Oh, I don't listen to it. Well, then that's a good reason not to listen to exactly. it. Exactly. I feel like, though, it's just... Do you think Beyonce's father... I feel like he gets a lot of... Uh, but granted, I feel like he shaped the, the, the framework of her mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. Because when you look at... I forget, you know, probably. What's the name of her vocal instructor from her childhood? Andrea Tillman? Yes. Like, that that shape... Like, I, I, I used to be a music minor. And just taking music minor and my voice just changed and was so much better. So I'm, like, imagining, like, if I would have been trained in that from the time I was a kid. And that's why her voice is just so boom. Now, granted, I've discovered this. Um, great, Beyonce is an amazing singer. But do you think she's the greatest voice of all time? I think uh, for our generation, she has one of the strongest voices. Absolutely. And most consistent. Absolutely. Because um, Mariah Carey, I can't sing Mariah Carey's music half the time. Neither can I. Or Brandy. Neither can I. Because it's just like, I ain't ready for all that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a whole, like, different ball game. Like, I'm my voice is, like, almost shot by the time I get oh, yeah. done with We Belong Together. And I love Mariah and I love Brandy, but... With Beyonce, she she sings songs that are, well she can she sings the song in a way where we can sing along mm-hmm. whether we can sing or not. Even know? the dance moves, like absolutely. I still like when it comes to dance singers who dance. I cannot get past the first step of rhythm nation. Mm. I said I'm not used you to all. Said. I'm used to propping on my <laughs> tiptoes to do a uh, put a ring. On. Yeah, I don't know how to get past the first move. I said, Janet, Janet, really? I can't do it. But <laughs> and I love it. Do you know how to? Do you know how to do the Rhythm Nation dance? No, I don't. Only Beyonce. It's so complicated. You're listening to the conversation with Khalid. So I'm gonna hit you with a quick Q and A to test. I mean, I'm pretty sure you probably know better than I do. But I said I'm. I'm going to give him my toughest. Oh, so. My first question is, what is the name of Beyonce's first solo single? You got like five seconds. Her first solo single? Mm -hmm. Um, Work it out. Come on. You know how many people don't know that? Oh, people. That song is crazy good. Now, come on, people. Okay, next question. Easy question. When is Beyonce's birthday? September 9th. Hold on, let me do it like she's like nine. Four. (laughs) Eight. One B day. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, that's how I learned it. Right. Once you put it in the She's song, so smart. She right? named a whole album for her birthday. Like, and put it out. And who says birthday? Who types out happy birthday? It's happy B day. Period. Okay, so what character, what is the name of Beyonce's character in the movie Pink Panther? Zanya. Okay, come on. I feel like I didn't give uh, hard enough questions. <laughs> So what is the name of the song sampled in Beyonce's hit record, Upgrade You? Um, oh, my God. No, you might have got me on that one. The sample that's on Upgrade You? I don't know. I don't either. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was going to know it. That is I forgot so to look it up, but oh I forgot God. about that. Um, <laughs> name all the current and former members of Destiny's Child. This is easy. <sighs> okay. So, of course, um, current and former, Latavia Robertson, Latoya Luckett, Tara Franklin. Who? 
luggage. Um, <laughs> I mean, somebody can send. I mean, it to you know, her. Michelle. You know she ever got her luggage? No, I think she finally did get her <laughs> luggage from Ivy Park. All right, so um, um, Michelle Williams, Kelly Rowland, Beyonce knows, and there's a bonus. Ashley Tamar Davis, who was in Girls Time, who is now a a singer herself on hmm. her own. So speaking of Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. What is Michelle's Michelle Williams' first name? Tanitra. Ooh. Have you ever seen her? Okay, so she's going to be here Sunday. This Sunday? This coming Sunday. She's going to be ministering. Yes, she is ministering for the singles. So I'm going to be there. Where? Um, In Lothonia. She's gone to my church a few times. Oh, she has? She's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. She has like this... She just looks so gorgeous and beautiful. But okay, questions. Okay. What are the names of the two background dancers and single ladies? Um, That is, of course, Ashley Everett and um, Ebony Williams. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, What is the name of Beyonce's first bodyguard? Gosh, oh my gosh, that is Michelle Williams. Oh my god, big goodness, mm-hmm. big. Oh my gosh, I forgot his name because Julius only matters. Um, <laughs> but you remember him, big something. I forget his name. He was big, he was big. I couldn't find it on uh Beyonce. Oh my gosh, I for, oh my god, not worm. Is it big? Worm? No, was it? I think it's big. Is it big worm? I don't even remember. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, Michelle Williams' cousin. I forgot oh, your name. Oh, that's who that is. Yeah, he was everywhere, mm-hmm. but I forgot about him. So, name four references to jewelry in Beyonce's second and third album. You said, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm going to give you more yeah. than two seconds because that's a lot. <laughs> wait, what you say? Name four references to jewelry in Beyonce's second and third album. Second and third album, um, VVS Stones, um, that came from Remy and Lauren. Mm-hmm. Um, Automatic K Watch, that came from B Day as well. Uh, they gotta Ranger. be different albums. Oh, you said two and no, they gotta be from both albums. Oh, okay, wait. Okay, Khalid, this is a hard <laughs> question. <laughs> you said name jewelry from Beyonce's second and third third album. Her third album was I Am Sasha Fierce. Yes, it was. And she talked about jewelry on that album? Yes, she did. Oh, that's why you're beautiful? No. I, I think you're one. overthinking it. I think I am, too. It's just one song. Oh, you're talking about song. What? I don't know. Put a ring on it? Oh, my God. Jewelry. Khalif, where'd you get these answers? Questions for See, you? I was trying to think, how am I going to trip this man up? Where did he get these questions from? <laughs> so I, I said, kitty cat, I got diamonds on my neck. Oh, my gosh. My okay. Neck. Okay. Since, wait, wait. What's the original? Since fifth. Wait. What's oh the original? I got diamonds play. on my neck. Got, got diamonds on my record. Six fifteen, I was coming down right in Lexus. Sis, there we How go. you gonna neglect this? You was just, just a hot mess. mess. Yes, you ain't gotta lie, Craig. Okay, so then I had um, like you said, upgrade your autumn. Okay, and then what does she have? Um, uh, autumn up a K watch dimples in your neck side. Hermes briefcase, Cartier oh, yeah. lime blazers, diamond cream facials, VVS cuffalink, six stop pencil, Pony Levy upgrade. 
Okay, and then I had, of course, Ring the Alarm, mm-hmm. which was ringing the title. Okay. And VVS Stone. Oh, yeah, yeah. She gonna be rocking V. Yeah. Okay, so then I have um, two more questions. Okay, this is so funny. Go ahead. What city and song did Beyonce perform the day she dropped the self-titled album? Uh, it was XO. How you know that? Because I'm the king of the beehive. And what was the um, city? The city, it, was, it wasn't Chicago. Was it Cleveland? It was Chicago. Chicago. It was Chicago. I was there. See, I be knowing. <laughs> well, 13, 13. Yay. And the last question. When is B7 coming out? See now. <laughs> see now. See, see, he tried it. Y'all see how he tried it? Uh-uh. Allegedly, he knows. So I've allegedly heard you know that it's coming out and... When? They turn off the radio. <laughs> And I thought I heard Beyonce say world stop. Did you ever, when did you start back after Beyonce said world stop? <laughs> OMG. Because if the power goes out and then you're in the middle of that song, what are you going to do? With I don't life? know what you're going to do. You just have to say, you know what? I know I was supposed to have this assignment and that assignment done. Yeah. But Beyonce gave the instructions, so I had to follow through. They're right. So do you, last uh, weird question, yeah. random question. Do you think there's a such, like, some people just worship Beyonce in an unhealthy way? <sighs> like they need to get their life or something? So let me tell you. Um, someone that, okay, so I don't know if you've heard, but they have Beyonce masses. They what? They have Beyonce masses. They had one here yes. at, um, um, at Spelman College. And she said the B word. Who said the B word? She said, I'm a train wreck in the morning. She sang that. In the wait, middle wait, of wait. the Lord's Prayer house. Hold on. Paul. Yes, she did. World stop. Did you just say she, they performed that song and they said the B word? And Okay. Yeah. This is this and they is just the smiling. This is the thing. I was going to go there. I was going to go, you know, because I was going to have an open mind. But I know at the end of the night, I do not pray to Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Uh, one term that I hate that people call Beyonce is Beezus. And she had the audacity to even put it in a song with her and Jay-Z, um, Everything is Love. But I am not a big fan of that. I'm mm-hmm. not a big fan, just like I wasn't a fan of Jesus. I'm not a fan of... Uh, mixing Jesus with Beyonce. That ain't that ain't the work of the Lord at all. And I was gonna go to the mass, and I spoke to someone that's um, that I'm very close with that was, is close with working to Beyonce, and they said no, mm. do not go there. In fact, Beyonce it's, does it's not like almost it. like not almost like it is idolatry. It is, and and when I spoke to this person about it, they said Beyonce told them. That she does not like it. She does not like the fact that they have a mask with her name on it, and they do not. She does. Beyonce does not like the fact that she is associated with something like that. She doesn't want that. She doesn't like it. She wants to stop it, but she can't because uh, she. There's nothing that they're doing. They're not getting money from it or anything using her name, but she doesn't like it. And right. so that was my reason for not going. I was gonna go, had my ticket and everything. And I said, oh, Beyonce don't like it? Not going. Because honestly, when I was, the first time I went to her concert, you know how you think you're going to react and everything, and you're just like, oh, 
loves Beyonce. But after a while, Beyonce is just human. She is. And she's an amazing human, but she's just human. She is. She gets up in the morning. She brushes her teeth like the rest yeah. of us. And I just, there became a point in the concert where I just stopped flipping out. I was like, she can really sing. She can really perform. And she's very talented. But she's not Jesus. Absolutely. And you know what, Khalif? Like, that's what I use my platform for. Like, you'll get, if, if the, the people that really know who I am as a person and things of that nature, they know that, and my followers especially, they know that, yeah, I'm going to get you here by putting Beyonce on there, but I'm going I'm to give you a message. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pray for you. I pray for several different of my followers and you, you would be surprised how many people would just DM me their stories mm-hmm. and how they need help and guidance. And if Beyonce led them there and I'm in there with me, I'm mm-hmm. going to pray with them and I'm going to teach them, you know, different methods of getting over whatever they need to overcome. Because I remember, I feel like people want, um, when they, go through like a breakup or something Mm -hmm. they go to listen to a lot of the breakup songs that beyonce used to have and all that stuff but those songs don't really help you through a breakup sometimes now granted they may like me myself and i you can go through the motions on me myself and i first you'd be like i got me but then you'd be like it's just me by myself yeah so i like that that type but the certain songs i just like i can't listen to unbreak my heart on repeat because I'm going to mm-hmm. cry. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not Beyonce. I mean, I feel like I don't need to have to explain that's not Beyonce. It's mm-hmm. living legend Tony Braxton, of right. course. Absolutely. You love Tony? I love the Braxtons, period. We're not going to talk about Tamar. I almost want to talk about Tamar. We can talk about Tamar. Because I love friend. Tamar. Let's talk about my And friend. Tamar is coming back. Yes. And I feel like if you're a Beyonce fan, you probably like Tamar, too. If you don't, all right. They do. Thank you for tuning in. Um, This is the end of the Beyonce. Ah! <laughs> no, but... Tamar, whoo, that woman can sing. Yes. Yes. When she, oh, Jesus, when she did Blind. Mm-hmm. At the Salt Train Awards? Yes. Yes. I just wanted a better quality so that I could listen to it and download uh, it from YouTube and hear it like the way it was, mm-hmm. like, there live and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not going to get too deep into Tamar because I love Tamar. Tamar follows you. Yes. What was that like when Tamar followed you? <laughs> like, did you pee a little bit? Oh my gosh! You know, I when she first started following me, I I was just shocked because I, she was on the reel then, and I had made some edits, and I just I was I love Tamar, so I just made some edits, and little did I know she was watching them. She ended up reposting every single edit that I made for her, and she started following me. I lost my page back in 2017, like disabled going away trashed and michelle was following me she was following me had basketball wives all these people wow. all went away i came back in uh september of 2000 and uh, that was in uh, no that was in september 2017 came back and she started following me again uh, like a month later and we had been dming each other and talking that way prior to so i was like she's got to follow me again i need to follow me again. and she ended up following me but this time um she and i have become um closer as far as 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 a fan could get to tamar mm-hmm. and she's so amazingly wonderful and um you know she'll she'll 
text me or I'll text her and we'll go back and forth. And it's just weird because I'm like, oh my God, this is Tamar Braxton that mm-hmm. I'm talking to and I love her. And one thing that people, you know, someone asked me before, one of my friends say, how do you feel that you have a, 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 a thing with Tamar but not Beyonce? And the thing with that is Beyonce is not reachable. She's not touchable. She's, you know, she's not accessible. Do you feel like Tamar she knows is. who you are though? I know she does. I can't go into detail, but I definitely Beyonce, know she does. if you listening, girl, you know I love you. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Man, I mean, I feel like we grew up with Beyonce. Absolutely. And it's like, it's just really amazing. Beyonce, you are amazing. If you're hearing this, you're amazing. Let me tell you something. She listens to everything. She watches everything. If someone tells you differently, they're lying. Beyonce is very into social media, but she just does not post on her behalf mm-hmm. she she has a account on snapchat no one knows about and then she also has um do you know anything about that um, no i do not and i will not lies uh-uh. yeah nope i mean but she i mean she's definitely on instagram mm-hmm. pretty much almost every day not on her account though you're listening to the conversation with Khalif. Absolutely. And fun. um I mean from Beehive member to what type of Beehive member am I again? You know what? I think you're I don't think you're gonna attack anybody. You're not gonna attack anybody. I, I used to. Used to. And there have been times where I've been like on my non-personal page. Uh-huh. And I've been like, oh snap, let me not do that. Yeah. I th- you you're kind of a bumblebee. I'm gonna give you a bumblebee. You have a witty sense of humor. So. Yeah. Like I remember one time I said somebody said they thought Beyonce couldn't sing. And I was like, oh, it's who okay. said They're that? Probably just toned down. Yeah, who said that? I, who performs for two hours without getting off the stage? Beyonce. Oh my god, it just made me think of it like, uh. What was it? The whole Remy Le- Malaysian lace front wig and stop up to no church. That was like the most iconic tour. All of her tours are iconic. And I think she's been thinking about legacy for her entire career. I don't think she's ever just been like, I'm going to put this out just because I feel like it. But it's always been like, how am I going to feel? Because because she's still performing songs that she used she to perform back in the 90s yeah. with Destiny's Child. So it's, I think it's always been about legacy. Do you think she's an icon? She is an icon, absolutely. So I don't get why Dion. Oh wait, I won't. I won't criticize that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get why Dion Warwick felt like she wasn't a le- like icon yet, mm-hmm. or because I feel like there is no bigger celebrity than Beyonce. There isn't. Like, I don't care who it is, what they've done in terms of how legendary and iconic they. There's nobody who's gonna make a whole room full of celebrities stand up. But Beyonce, you know, I'm gonna say this, and I'm just gonna, just gonna say it. But you know, there are certain legends that never will reach her status. So instead of congratulating her, they want to uh, try to bring her down. But she's a queen for a reason. Cause it's Beyonce, and then it's everybody else. Yeah, Beyonce. that's not discrediting anyone. It's just who she is. Like she's gone beyond being an A-lister. Absolutely, she is a. She's Michael Jackson status. That part. And I'm feeling like, well, no, wait, I feel like, not really. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's, she's the closest thing we'll ever get to a Michael Jackson status celebrity. Mm-hmm. Because I remember I went to the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and do you, will you believe there was a line, line down the fame 
just to take a picture of Michael Jackson. Absolutely. And people will just, they would pass So you want to know something crazy, Khalif? And this is kind of off topic. So I met Michael Jackson as well. Wait a minute. Yeah. Like, like I can show you the pictures in my phone. The Michael? The only Michael Jackson. So when I was five years old, uh, my grandmother used to work for Jimmy Carter, the president, Jimmy Carter. And Michael Jackson came here, and he uh, won an award for Jimmy Carter. And I sat behind him with my grandmother and my mother, and he turned around and said, "Hi, right, can I hold your, your son? And so my mom said, yes. Yeah. So I sat on his lap the entire night. And when it you was remember? time, yes, <gasps> when it was time for him to receive his award, um, there were other children around, but they all went back to their parents. But I was the only one he took on stage. And I held his hand the entire time as he was accepting his award. And then the next day, I get a phone call. Uh, my mom gets a phone call from his security detail and says, uh, oh, no, actually, it was from my grandmother. She called and said, hey, so uh, just just got off the phone with Michael Jackson. He wants to take DJ to uh, Six Flags. So, I thought he was going to say Neverland. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get that. So, six, so the next day... Um, well, that same day, um, my mom had a had to go on a modeling trip. My mom is a, 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 a supermodel; she's a full figure supermodel, and so she uh, she was going out of town that day. My grandma came and picked me up, and we met Michael Jackson, Lisa Marie Presley, and Little Webster, who is Emmanuel Lewis, um, at Neverland. I mean, at Six Flags, and we get to Six Flags, and they closed the entire park down. It was in wow. May. They closed it down, and all of his security details ran the coasters because they did at Neverland. And we spent the whole day. I ate, drank, soda, rode any roller coaster I wanted to ride with him. He made sure that I was very protective. And then um, the next day, security detail called and got me and my mom's social security numbers because he wanted us to come to Neverland. And the week we were supposed to go to Neverland, the allegations in 93 came out, and I never got to go. Aww. Yeah, but who can say that they met Beyonce and Michael? That's just two biggest. It's just like, so I know I'm special. I don't care what nobody says. Beyonce <laughs> and Michael. Yeah, the two biggest musicians to probably ever walk this earth uh, as long as I've been living. And I, I have been in both of their presence. So it's it's, a, it's truly amazing, and it's truly a blessing to be able to be in their presence, this honestly. Is, this is a weird question. Yeah. So is his voice really that high? It is. Speaking voice? It is. Really? Yeah. Because I've heard people say Mike has a really deep voice. No, he... Like, no, he... Well, I was... No, he has a soft voice. I'm not going to say really high or really low, but he has a soft voice. Now, Prince has a very deep voice. He is. Yes. Prince is a whole... A whole nother three up. It is. He is. I mean, Prince is just like... I, I just never thought all that talent could fit inside one oh, human being. Oh, my God. So, but. That's ominous. Ooh. Yeah, I can't talk about Prince today. <laughs> I'll be here for three hours. Like, Prince is the main man. Genius. 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 He still had music and everything. That was really tragic how he died. Oh, oh, on the same. See, actually, it can fit into Beyonce. So, the day Lemonade came out, wasn't it? When? Oh, yes. So, they had Blue. I remember they not blue. They had oh. the purple lemonade memes and everything. It was just like it was really weird because I feel like oh. even I've noticed with some of Beyonce's albums that haven't done commercially as well as the other ones. The um, first one that I noticed was what was it called? The um, Everything Is Love one. 
that happened. It didn't. I don't think it hit number one, right? It didn't happen because the, the XXX Tentacion situation. Mm-hmm. So it was like it was it wasn't going to hit number one because everybody was like bandwagoning and pretending like they knew who Eminem mm-hmm. was before. He, all I knew was he got beat up on stage. That's all I remember him from. Mm-hmm. But do you think? Well, no, Beyonce says she don't really care about the numbers anymore. Because I feel like she's bigger than a number one record. She is. Like, a number one record is like, okay, whatever. But she's bigger than the whole Billboard. She is. And I think for Beyonce, Beyonce has been there, done that. She's not... She, If Clive Davis, the man who mm-hmm. discovered Whitney Houston, gives Beyonce a title called First Lady of Music bump a title bump i mean or or bump a a, a number one mm-hmm. or an album you know and there are you know some some people that she you know that looked up to her that are now basically outbeating her number wise look at rihanna rihanna is a huge number one star she so, has had several. do you remember when she was saying the fast burnout records yeah i feel like her records are timeless they are. and they're like you're I, I'm still listening to B Day. I'm still listening to all, the, but like, it's I, like I Kitty Cat in a minute came back like a resurgence of Kitty Cat. Did it you just, notice that? Yeah, is Kitty Cat and Greenlight. I don't know why, but it just seems like there's a resurgence of oh my god, I got to play this every single day. Mm-hmm. She did that. She she creates timeless mm-hmm. records, and she's not into these bubblegum quick hits here and there. And I think um, with her last album with with the Lion King with the gift. Oh. And see, some people don't even realize that's an album. Wait, is that a part of the... the, the is that technically B7? See, and a lot of people have a question that. I personally, I... I call it B6.5. <laughs> I call it B6.5 because it has so many different artists on there. But people need to realize that The Gift is an album by Beyonce. And people need to understand that there might be more to it. That's all I can say. Well, thank you for being here. Of course. Um, it's my pleasure. So much fun. Yes. Finally, you guys get to hear something that's not about your feelings. But ah! it's you feel good because everybody... <laughs> Loves Beyonce, and if you don't, period, I recommend you go seek out immediate help. Yes, call, don't call nine one one. Don't don't take this too literally, but um, you may need some um, help. I'm just joking, but um, thank you so much for tuning in today. I've really enjoyed having you here with me today. So uh, thank you for listening. I really appreciate you. Um, if you want to hear more from Duran, just go to his YouTube. Uh, he has a series called The Hive Chronicles. It's, it's a panel talk show where they talk about all things Beyonce. And they're currently in their third season, which airs March 14th on YouTube. So make sure you go follow the subscribe to the um, Hive Chronicles. And if you really enjoyed today's episode, your family already, because you've listened to the conversation with Khalif. But to all my new family members, thank you so much for uh, listening to this entire thing even if it was just so you could get this free giveaway. But thank you so much. I really appreciate you listening today. And I really hope you tune in next week for an all new episode. And actually, I will be live on the air for the first time. Live, live. When I say live, live, I mean no delay, no nothing. I will be live March 7th at 11 a.m. on uh, WTT Radio. And I will have that um, on my page. So make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at The Conversation with Khalif. That's The Conversation spelled with a K instead of a C with K-A-L-E-A-F.